0: Maris, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed. and and grow. So let's get started. Hey there, this is Kat Ramirez, CEO and founder of Advertise and Hashtag Social Buzz. Woo! I am live today, and I have uh, my very special guest who I'm going to bring on. Um, so, but let me tee her up an in intro. Uh, as you can see from the notes. Um, I talked a little bit about uh, what she currently is doing, a lot of amazing things. Uh, Her title, though, uh, says it all because she is an an international speaker, a writer, a contributor for Forbes, um, what else, publishing, uh, what else? I mean, she does a lot. So she is a woman with lots of talents, and uh, I was fortunate enough to meet Bridget McGowan, and uh, I'm so thrilled to death to have her join me, and let me bring her on. Hey, Bridget. Kat, how are you? I am doing great. I am doing absolutely wonderful, and I'm so glad to have you on my show. Thanks for the opportunity. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. Okay. so before we get started, I kind of gave a little brush about you, but I think your story is better told by you because You um, if someone goes to your website, they're going to read about your legacy and what you have going on. And you've done a lot of amazing things. I think you have a great story to tell. So you give your own intro. Give us a little background about you.
1: Oh, how much time do we have? How long is this show, Kat? I'll tell you right now, it all started in elementary school. I received talks too much on all of my report cards. I, I just couldn't keep my mouth shut. And I parlayed that into a profession. I decided let's do something with that. Seriously speaking, speaking, has been something that's just always come easily to me. I was the kid in school who was the first one to put up her hand when the teacher called on a volunteer reader. I was the church school secretary. I couldn't wait. It was a really small country church, but I couldn't wait to get up in front of my audience of about 12 and deliver my all-important report of what was the lesson and the scripture of the day and how much money we collected. I mean, seriously, I would sit and in, in, silently prepare on that front pew and smooth out my dress and make sure everything was just so. My career started with teaching though. I started teaching for the Texas A&M University system as well as the Lone Star College system. And Kat, I didn't know the first thing about teaching, okay? Right, right. I was attending every workshop, every conference, every symposia, everything I could find to figure out how, how do you How do you teach? And as I was attending these sessions and these conferences, I'm watching these presenters at the front of the room thinking, I can do that. So I started submitting proposals to these conferences and doing my own research and figuring out how do you teach the 21st century college student? How do you reach them? How do you get an 18-year-old excited about a thesis statement at 8 a.m. on a Monday? Right, right. That would be life. (laughs) So I started doing a lot of faculty development workshops for my colleagues and that turned into me working for an ed tech company, traveling the country. I got laid off. I loved speaking. I launched my professional speaking business. The rest is history.
0: Okay. Well, and I do know that because how we happen to meet is you do help entrepreneurs with publishing. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: yeah so i've been a professional speaker since 2001 and it wasn't until last year 2019 that i finally published a book but it was because i had submitted a proposal to speak at a conference surprise surprise Mm -hmm. and there was a little notation that indicated hey do you have a book you want to sell in our bookstore there were going to be 14 16,000 people at this conference i said do i have a book to sell in the bookstore no i don't right now but i will by the time the conference comes around and i learned how to of course write the book that was well, some will say that's the easy part but maybe others won't i said that's the easy part the hard part was figuring out everything that goes with it and you know contacting the Library of Congress, getting your copyright from the U.S. Copyright Office, getting your ISBNs, just on down the line. I did it, and I did it again six months later with another book, and again a few months later with a collaboration, and again, and I, I found out that I, I like this thing called publishing. I know how to do it right, and I know how to do it fast. Right. I know how to, yes, and the most important part, Kat, was I didn't know this. I know it but I didn't wanna, you know how we are, you know something, but you don't wanna know it, you don't Mm wanna acknowledge that it's a real thing and that it's important. I realized the importance of having a book with the importance of it solidifying you as a contender in your industry and how it can advance your brand, how it can support your message, how it serves as an elevated business card. Imagine being able to leave a book with someone in addition to your business card oh yeah Um, yeah making yourself memorable so right right
0: right so um i think this is a really great topic uh to talk about because um it parlays and aligns with the guest speaking because you know again it builds credibility you know at the end of the day a lot of people are looking for speakers and they really look for what is the credibility element when they look at the guest speak- or uh, public speaker right, right. Uh, a lot of that is that and and when they write something you know what is it that they're contributing so you said the writing part is the easy I mean I would think the writing part is the hardest part because like when you work with someone how do you get them to focus or think about you know
1: what it is they want to write about right and and you saw how I kind of tried to add a caveat in there when I said that's the easy <laughs> Because I know people listening are like, yeah, Bridget, whatever, girlfriend, please. For some, it's the easy part. But how my team helps authors focus is we have a couple of different avenues one a lot of times authors will come to us with their manuscripts already hammered out but we'll have others where they need a coach and so we provide someone who is just that they're not there to criticize your ideas they're not there to Give you a hard time. It's a coach. They are right there on your side and asking you very specific questions that lead to you developing this fantastic manuscript. And uh, along with the ghost, not the ghostwriters, along with the writing coach, which we have ghostwriters too, but the writing coach, along with the developmental editor, we just support you as a team and bring your ideas to life. Because we know for some people, it it can be a little bit of a not a challenge but it's it's more on the plate you already have enough going on and you have all of this in your head and how do you get it out in a coherent coherent fashion we work with you and make that happen
0: yeah i can okay because i am an entrepreneur so i could see where that could be very tasking or uh for someone like overwhelming you know because you know i i have clients that i work with that i i help you know, I kind of feel like I, I help manage their uh, priorities or their times or whatever. And some of them are like all over the place. You know what I mean? So you have to be able to have a service where, you know, you're either going to do it full service for them, right? Like you're going to rope them in and, and do it full turnkey or they're a hands-on kind of people and they like to do it all themselves anyways. You know what I mean? I'm sure you have the different variations that you work with.
1: Yes, as any entrepreneur, any business owner will tell you, you have those clients that run the gamut, they, they span the entire spectrum. I have one client. I love him. Kat, we never had a conversation. We never got on Zoom. We never got on the phone. Mm-hmm. Everything was handled via email. He's making the payments, sending the edits, making the changes ordering this i mean seriously and his book was done in record time like in less than a month wow. he signed on with, yes he signed on with us like the 13th of may his book was published june 8th wow. <laughs> and he's just yeah, i want this no i don't want that change that font move it great and then i have others where they're like well no let me think about this i want to put this out for a vote to my Uh, Facebook community of writers and so on. Oh, well, let's try this. And so we have, we have all kinds of clients where some know exactly what they want and how they want it. And others, they, they can have ideas that are in a lot of different directions. And we do have to kind of say, okay, that's fantastic. But based on our team's expertise, this is what's going to look good. This is what your audience is going to love. So you you know how it goes. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely. I love it. And I love that you can give the death of full service, you know. Cause the other thing I would think that you would run into are the people who do drag their feet where you're like prying and saying, Hey, I need this. I, I need this. I really need this and I need it.
1: It happens, it happens, but we start with asking you what's your preferred publication date. And if you tell me you want to publish on XYZ date, then I give you a timeline as to what needs to happen by when. Okay. And if that's not happening, then I say, well, we might want to reconsider the publication date. So it's it, I, we remain flexible and fluid. We let the client drive it. If you want to publish on December one, okay. By you know yeah. August one, we need this, and August fifteenth, that, and so on and so forth. And it's if it's not happening, then we just say, hey, we've got three hundred sixty-five days to work with. What you want to do? <laughs> right. 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 Have there been any fun projects that you worked on? Oh, let me think, Uh, you know what? A fun one, gosh, I love all of them. Let me think what has been the most, the most fun. Ooh, yes, the most fun. (laughs) I don't don't know why I had to stop and think about this one, Kat, was a couple of collaborations that I've done. And I'm trying to decide which, no, I've done three collaborations. Well, I'll say, the most fun have been the collaborations. Out of those three collaborations, it's hard to say what was the most fun. So I'll just talk about collaborations in general yep. and what makes them so fun. One, you are able to become an author just by writing one chapter. And that one chapter is all about you. So in one collaboration that I did, and let me uh, allow me a moment to grab. Yeah. Now, in one collaboration, I shouldn't have done a glossy cover. So here's Uh the cover, it's called Own the Microphone, how 50 of the world's best professional speakers launch their careers and how you can too. So with it, they talk about how did they decide to launch their speaking career? What do they speak on? What drives them? And what's their one piece of advice for someone who wants to become a professional speaker? And then it has their bio, it has their picture. And how easy is that? So Mm -hmm. my company, BMAC Talks Press, loves being able to position people to become authors just by writing one chapter. So there. that's kind of an easy way to become an author with us. Right. And that was a fun project for so many reasons. Like I said, I was able to position 50 people to become new authors just like that. Number two, I was able to put together a resource for aspiring professional speakers because this is the deal cat i have people who ask me all the time how did you get into the business how can i get my start so on and so forth and i started looking for a resource to give them and i couldn't find one so you know what we do cat as entrepreneurs if something doesn't exist we create it right right Right. (laughs) that's how on the microphone came about and then here's the newest one redesign your nine to five okay And this one is advice and strategies from 50 of the world's most ambitious business owners and entrepreneurs. And in the midst of COVID-19, where people are getting laid off, Mm -hmm. their career futures are so uncertain and just their lives are so uncertain. I was talking to a girlfriend this morning about, are your kids going to school in person or online next month? It's just so much uncertainty. But what I like about Redesign Your 9 to 5 you get advice from 50 people who nice. redesigned what their Monday through Friday looks like and how you can start it as a side hustle. If You can start it as a part-time gig along with your full-time gig and then eventually parlay it until, into your full-time passion. Both of them, and then there's a third one, they're so hard to choose from, but those are the most fun projects is when I get to work with a ton of authors at yeah. once and and all of a sudden i have 50 authors i mean 100 authors right here
0: (laughs) no i think that's exciting i think that's a great way to like immerse yourself into um being part of being a writer that's awesome um that is great and i bet the stories are awesome
1: they're incredible I, i just it's uh you know, stories of people like me who got laid off, other people where they were working fabulous jobs with incredible salaries and it just wasn't fueling their fire. Uh, it, just, it just runs the gamut. Some did it out of necessity, some saw a problem that needed to be addressed and they felt that they were the ones to address it. Others had been doing it just for fun, had been maybe yeah. event planning or something like that. And somebody said, hey, you." need to start charging for this just it just spans the spectrum as to how people got their starts
0: yeah, yeah. okay so i'm just gonna ask this question because i'm curious now yeah. so what's because what you talked about was a lot to go into writing and publishing a book and so i'm just curious like so what's the difference between self trying to self-publish on like amazon or whatever uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with, you know, the options, but I'm sure that, that you could self-publish and then working with someone like you, where you just talked a lot of dialogue that I don't even know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, don't know what she's
1: talking about. <laughs> You're, hilarious. <laughs> like a lot. You're hilarious. That's why I love you. Okay. Oh, that is a fantastic question. Now, the advantage to self-publishing is yes you have bragging rights and ownership to every single thing you are able to say i did this the advantage to working with someone like me an independent publishing company and i want to take a moment and distinguish between an independent publishing company and a traditional publishing company so an independent publishing company is going to be one where they uh where you you paid for all of the services you you pay to get published essentially but we do everything that you would do if you were self-publishing we get your isbn your international standard book number which you must have in order to sell your book on amazon or barnes and noble we make sure you get your book copyrighted so we we submit your application Uh, to the United States Copyright Office to make sure that your intellectual property is protected. We design a beautiful cover for you. We edit your manuscript. We format it so that it's gorgeous. We uh, put your book on amazon.com for sale. We put it on barnesandnoble.com for sale. We put it on target.com and walmart.com. So we take care of everything that you would do on your own to take your book from a manuscript to a beautifully published book, we take care of all of that for you. Now, with a traditional publishing company, you don't have to pay, but you have to shop around and sell yourself. It can take you years to get published once you do find a traditional publishing company that will publish you. Oftentimes traditional publishing companies, the ones that do not charge you for publishing, oftentimes they work only with people who have fame and notoriety and celebrity status because They're not charging you, but they know this book will sell because you have millions or billions of followers. You have that celebrity behind you. So it can be really tough to get published by a traditional publishing company. The idea of the fame and notoriety that comes with having this big publishing company name behind your title is alluring. It's fantastic. Who doesn't want it? But at the same time, it can be really, really tough. And again, if you are accepted, if your manuscript is accepted by them, it can take, I'm not kidding you, years to get published. With an independent publishing company, it moves a lot faster. We're one of the faster ones in the business. I told you the story of the one author. He signed on May 13th, by June 8th, he was published. Wow, Wow,
0: that's amazing. Okay, so we we do have a question for you. Yeah. So Phil, Phil, thanks for watching. Uh, Phil's on LinkedIn. Uh, Phil says, "Hey there. Um, sorry, I need my reading glasses. <laughs> Do you have any experience, or could you help with a children's book?" And so he's he's asking for a friend. I love oh, <laughs>
1: Oh, Oh, as much as I wish we worked with children's books, because as you can see in the background, I've got a little one myself. (laughs) We do not work with children's authors or children's book authors at the moment. Uh, We mostly work with uh, nonfiction, right, for young adult audiences or adult audiences.
0: Okay. So publishing and independent publishing companies usually have niches then. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Oftentimes they do, oftentimes okay. they do, because when you work with children's books, then you really have to have uh, quite a bit of emphasis on, uh, one, understanding that market, but two, um, having a wonderful team of illustrators who, right. who, who have all kinds of expertise and all, all kinds of breadth and depth. Of talent, and right now we do have graphic designers that are fantastic and typologists that are fantastic, but we have not ventured into that area of children's uh, children's books because that you've you've got to have a gorgeous, gorgeous oh yeah, <laughs> book when it comes to that genre.
0: Absolutely, and feel I have a friend. That i'm linked into that she wrote a couple of children's books so maybe i can refer you to her i don't and, know who uses
1: you know right and, and likewise phil if we if you'll connect with me um, um at b mcgowan on linkedin or just go to connect with b.com and you can connect everywhere with me connect with b.com i also have a connection in my community who is a children's book author he's totally awesome and i'm happy to connect the two of you to have a conversation see how he got his work done
0: yeah awesome that that's a great question so uh well wonderful okay so let's talk about some of your public speaking because when i went on your website to really uh kind of look for things to talk about you got a lot of speaking topics and I love, and just looking through them, like I was intrigued. So I'm sure a lot of other people are intrigued. Um, can you talk a little bit about the uh, speaking that you do and you've got a lot of you know, snippets and videos and things and I, it would be nice to let some people here know, you know what you're doing with that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so most of my speaking topics tend to center around effective communication, either presentation skills, uh, effective communication, um, Leadership, women's empowerment, usually in those areas. And then I uh, also do some work in marketing and sales because if you're in marketing, if you're in sales, you have to have great presentation skills. And then, of course, I would be remiss if I did not also focus on some topics in the area of post-secondary teaching or teaching on the college and university level because I did that from 2002 until 2000. 2000- mm, 2018, yeah, oh my goodness, I didn't realize I did it for that long. (laughs) For about 16 years, I was also an educator. Uh, I forgot to mention that I also taught for University of Phoenix Online, so three very different institutions. But back to those topics, I focused in a number of different areas because when I was doing that faculty development for that ed tech company, it required that I become relatively versed in a number of different areas. you just became this master presenter. Right. And yeah, yeah. And I know one of the topics that caught your attention, Kat, was the one entitled Selling to the C-Suite, Open with Power and Close the Deal. hmm I love that one. I love that one. I believe I presented a version of that at Inbound 2018, I think. Inbound is this ginormous conference yep. in Boston. Yeah, every That's year. Hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Every year that Tuesday after Labor Day, you know where everybody's going Tuesday through Friday after Labor Day. Well, up until 2020, that's where everybody was going. Right. And we're doing it virtually. So anyway, I presented a version of it there and it was so well received. And so I tweaked it to focus on the C-suite because I run into people oftentimes who will ask, you know, as a salesperson or even as let's say as an administrative assistant who works with. C-suite individuals, they feel like their voices are not heard. Mm-hmm. They feel like they, they don't know how to, I don't want to say talk to them, but it just feels like they're not, they're not reaching them. Their messages are not resonating with them. So in that particular presentation, I give you secrets to make how to make standout stellar presentations and i give you a formula that will get your c-suite audiences instantly leaning in and listening to you and one of the biggest keys cat is being succinct and see i have to work on that before i get in front of a c-suite audience mm-hmm, if you couldn't tell it the number one key is being succinct yeah. sometimes people feel like they're being brash or abrasive or when they just kind of cut you off and it's not they've got 200 million things running through their head and they're not being rude they just they just need you to get cut to the chase give them the nuts and bolts give them what's the cost what's the due date what's the roi what do you need from me? I mean, really now, it, right. We're not sitting here. It's not cocktail hour. It's, it's not a social lunch, you know? And so that's just what they need. So the number one, the number one communication tool for working with C-suite is just cut to the chase yep. give them what they need to know. No more. No, I more. I love
0: it. I love it. I love it. I just talked about this yesterday. <laughs> I loved it. Not exactly what you're talking about, you know, but I talked more or less about, listening not talking all the time you know what i mean like people talk more than they should and it's i think i personally think it's because they want to
1: hear themselves like really (laughs) (laughs) well another challenge that we have as humans and this is because we're social beings oftentimes we listen to respond because we want to talk, 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 talk. We listen to respond as opposed to listening to understand.
0: Yeah, I I love it. Yeah,
1: that's
0: a great. That's a great comment.
1: I'm gonna put that yeah. in my yeah. motivational quote. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Listen, we listen to respond. Instead, we should listen to understand. Just so the person, the other person, just wants to be heard. Listen, just. And I have, I have a couple of girlfriends. I have one in particular she cracks me up I remember telling her I I was explaining something to her and then she kept reverting to something else I said you're not listening to me right right (laughs) do you hear me do you hear the words that are coming out of my
0: mouth (laughs) yeah and you know I and that's a great topic and um I think I you because you have so many I was I was looking at them and you have a couple on communication, which at the end of the day, that's what that is, is communication is about understanding the dynamics of listening and speaking and talking and and understanding what someone's saying and body language. I always talk about body language because people don't talk enough about body language. Body language to me speaks volumes, you know? And I'm the worst, I am the worst at it. And my flaw is just, just as a, a quick segue, Bridget, my flaw is we are on this Zoom world now, and it's not like I'm on a. Fu- this is my mouse, but it's not like I'm on my phone. You know? And so, if someone is talking and, and I don't like agree with them, and sometimes it's my team members, I'm like, you know, and I'm, oh shit, I'm
1: on camera. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure in the age of COVID, that's happened to all of us. I had to stop an eye roll one time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because my facial expressions, as you have experienced, can be all over the place and you can pretty much tell what I'm thinking. I've never been able to hide them, but they tell so much. So even if we turn this around and think about when we're talking to someone and they're not verbally telling you everything that's going on, right. you can look at those eyes. You can, you can look at that. You can look at the shoulders. You can look at the arms. You can look at the hands. You can tell, you can tell that there's something else going on. You may not be able to exactly put your finger on it, but you can, you can. And I, I, I love talking about body language. Let me tell you another secret that I have. I love this cat. If you ever need a confidence boost, you've got to do this. This is my favorite thing to do, to make it seem like I'm 10 feet tall. Okay. Get a song in your head. And if you don't have one already, I'll give you one, Empire State of Mind, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Get a song in your head that makes you feel like you are on top of the world and you walk to the beat of that song. (laughs) Love it. I love this. (laughs) I'm telling you, at the grocery store, at the post office, at the bank, in the parking lot, with your mask on, socially distancing, you have whatever song in your head that just takes your spirits, that takes your confidence to a level Two thousand. Walk with that song in your head and you just instantly look and feel confident. It doesn't matter what you have on. You can have on a ten thousand dollar suit or a T-shirt and jeans, but you look like a million bucks when you do that
0: oh i love it that's great advice i love it and you can do that like now right now because you know nobody's gonna think you're crazy because all these people doing the TikTok and the grocery store and all that you know nobody's (laughs) gonna think
1: anything you know (laughs) right Uh, and and, and the the song is just in your head you're not singing you're not humming it it's just in your head and you're you're seeing it and you're just saying yeah i am bad as (laughs) wrong
0: That is awesome. Oh, my God. I would love to see you speak hey, I to connect you with um, Monica with um, the Arizona Chamber of Commerce, a Hispanic, Arizona, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I think you would be a great speaker for them. If Monica is watching, Monica, you need to connect with Bridget. Um, they do a huge event every year this year. Um or coming the coming year, I don't know if it's going to be virtual, or whatever. Uh, it's called the Power of the Purse, but I think you would be a great speaker there. So I will connect you. and Remind me, Bridget, okay? Because because I think you you just have this dynamic personality, and uh, and hopefully other people can feel and sense that. Um, so so what is what is what is I mean? So what is it that? How can we help you? What is your ask for the community?
1: Like. What do you need help with? What are you looking for? Or who should be looking for you? You know, that is an outstanding question. And you can help me by helping me help others. And this is how if you know there are experts out there, people who are rock stars in their industries and they need to further solidify themselves as rock stars as as firecrackers in their industries send them my way i want them to get published i'm telling you it it oh i can't even put it into words and i'm supposed to be a professional speaker i can't put it into words but i want to publish as many people as possible because i firmly believe everybody has a genius Yes. Everyone has a genius and this is establishing a legacy. This is creating that elevated business card. This is furthering your brand, whether you're a business owner or even if you are an employee for yes. a company, if you are an accountant for ABC firm, if you are a talent scout, if you are a sales rep, whatever you, if you're a marketing director, you'll have some expertise. And especially if you have at least three to five years of expertise under your belt, you owe yourself, you owe yourself to get published. So that's what I want. You can help me by helping me get others published and get their word out there to the world.
0: I love that you described that because I think a lot of people think this is just for business coaches or this is just for consultants, or I love it because you don't have to be this certain label. You just need to be able to brand yourself and know that you have a legacy or you're an expert in whatever field that it is you're, you're an expert is and you want to take it a little further. You know, You wanna slowly
1: grow that. And I love that you said that, that is awesome. Imagine being able to put on your resume cap that you're the author of ABC.
0: Yeah, Right. you're trying
1: to get somebody to hire you in an industry and you've written a book. Yeah, contributed to a book that is focused on that because we can work with that, too. I'm always down for a new compilation project. I'm always ready to put together a compilation project where maybe we take 25 people from a certain industry and each one of you lends your expertise to this collaboration. Let's do it. Like, right. seriously, let, you may say to yourself, Richard, I don't have an entire book in me. Okay, th- that's no problem. We can do this. <laughs> right. We can put you together with 49 of your best friends in the industry that you didn't know and create a book. And now you've got that on your resume. So if there is
0: someone who's watching and they have a community so they' are a part of association or they have some kind of membership base. This is probably a great idea too, right? Okay Yes Yeah, yeah. I, I can see the value in that and uh, I think that is just very powerful. Awesome, awesomeness. Um, okay, so in order to get a hold of you, I know LinkedIn. What else? And I'm gonna put drop your uh, your links and tag you on uh, all of these posts. But go ahead, just for the purpose of someone who's watching and
1: um, they want to just hear from you, how to get a hold of you. Perfect. Connectwithb.com. Connectwithb.com. C-o-n-n-e-c-t-w-i-t-h-b.com. You'll have all of my social media links there, all of my websites, all of my books. How to get in touch with me everything everything oh, and, oh, and then. if you want publishing services if you contact me submit your manuscript sign on with us you get 20% off if you mit- mention this conversation if you mention this live you get 20% off all services all publishing services if you mention this conversation
0: I think it's awesome because I you know the thing I talked about earlier in the year when we first shut down was I was telling people you know If you've ever thought about writing a book, this was the time because you have this time to sit down and collect your thoughts. Uh, You know, we're still amongst COVID. Some people are still furloughed. Some people are still, you know, um, waiting us out. And if that's you and you have this book opportunity, now's the time to take advantage of it, you know?
1: It's yeah, time. I mean, we have people working reduced hours and maybe even doing some telecommuting and so on and so forth. Uh, so, yeah, maximize that time and, you know, you can publish before 2020 is over.
0: Okay, I'm going to ask you a hard question that is the elephant in a room so people are prepared. Bridget, what's the price range? So people, so people get it, understand it. You don't have to tell me. I know each situation is different, but... Give it give people a feel that way they can reach out to you.
1: Yes, pricing starts at two thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. Pricing starts at twenty-nine ninety-nine. But if you mention this, if you mention this conversation, you're getting twenty percent off of whatever price. But yes, pricing starts at twenty nine ninety nine. As you can imagine, if you want a writing coach, if you need additional supports and so on, then yes, pricing changes. And then depending on the length of your manuscript. Because editing is where, if you decide to do self-publishing, editing is where you're going to spend the bulk of your budget. Because editors, I'll put this out there, editors can charge anywhere from $40 an hour to $60, 70 an hour. Uh, that, that's just out the out the gate and editors can take about an hour per every thousand words yes so just just giving you some information as you're shopping around and thinking about well i don't know if i want to pay three thousand four thousand dollars to get published by an independent publishing company yeah if you got a ten thousand word manuscript which is not super super long i mean just do the math and somebody's doing it for fifty dollars an hour
0: yeah but That's so important for credibility. So I have to put that out there because if someone thinks they can shortcut it, I would not advise it because you lose all credibility when you start to have typos and and what and it doesn't make sense. No. So, yes, I, I would say there's a huge vantage point to hiring a professional, um, especially for the credibility. If you have typos, that's not good. Uh, awesome okay great well thank you so much Bridget for joining me I appreciate it I love the energy and you're still doing speaking right
1: oh yes as a matter of fact tomorrow in about 23 hours I think maybe 22 I'm trying to do the time zone conversion I'm doing I'm doing a presentation to I don't know three four hundred peeps okay yeah a webinar so yes yes I am still speaking (laughs) Uh, you have a microphone, I have a camera, let's do this. Okay, great,
0: because I know I saw a lot of the speaking topics on your website. People can check them out, and there's some really, really good topics. And uh, as you can tell, Bridget has a dynamic personality. I don't think she'll lose anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for watching. I appreciate it. If there's someone that you know that can benefit from this, please tag them, drop a line. Uh, And if you have any questions later, uh, please continue to drop your comments because I will tag Bridget and any of the ones um, that she needs to answer, and I'll monitor that um, but I do appreciate everybody tuning in and watching and, uh, thank you so much. And until next time you got this and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of stand out and grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutandgrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear. So please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this Podcast, so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got Advertise this. helps businesses stand out and grow with affordable advertising options. We will help you make good business decisions so you can save money and not just throw it against the wall to see if it sticks. Get your free strategic advertising analysis today so you can see the opportunities to stand out and grow your business. Visit www.standoutandgrow.com offers page to learn more.